Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So in the age of let's go back and bring it forward. Um, back to the future. Back to the future, literally. We're getting more details about who's going to be in live action movies and shows um and we're revealing the cast of the little mermaid so so far we got um hallie and now we have queen okay yeah from newark new jersey but can you make the distinction that there's two different productions happening khadija yeah right she's <laughs> gonna play ursula yes in the there's a live concert version mm-hmm. and who's in the concert version in the live action ABC version of The Little Mermaid, which is the concert one, mm-hmm. we're going to have Queen from Newark, mm-hmm. Khadija, mm-hmm. as Ursula. She is going to be which singing. Which I think is great casting. Wonderful. I love, like, I love the fact that we're getting people of color to bring stories to life. Yes, true. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. My issue with this, though, is. I feel like it's kind of diluting the other one, like the live action. If Since we're already going back and doing all this stuff that we've already done before. Right. Why are we doing it so much? Um, like they already got the, they, okay, so they already got the live action coming out. Okay. And we've already announced that Halle Bailey is going to become being Ariel, which is great. And now we you know she's going to be coming with the red hair. And now they've been. Is she? Maybe not. Who knows? Whatever Beyonce did in the music video, she's trying to tell us <laughs> something. Next thing you know, in the um, and then they announced that Melissa McCarthy is playing Ursula in the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, people are trying getting it locked in their head. I feel like maybe there was some controversy that she was going to be there's a black Ariel because I feel like in this concert version, Ariel might be white. Maybe they're trying to satisfy like two audiences. Like, okay, well, we'll give I you. could see ABC and doing that, and I just don't. I'm just like, nah. Why are you doing a live version of a movie that's coming out? It's too much. Do a live version of something else. Why are you giving away? Why you, I feel like when when you see the movie, it stuff won't be fresh. It won't be a fresh take. It'll be like, oh well, I think that one did better. Right. Like in my head right now, I think that I I they cast Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, but then also in my mind, I cast what's the guy? Um, um, um Titus Burgess. He could have been a good Ursula. Mm-hmm. And now we got Queen Latifah as Ursula, and it's just like all the possibilities just lend this, this just lend the conversation. Well, I think this one was better than that one was better than this one. All in the same time, it's not even like it's a couple years in between. It's all the same year. I just feel like one at a time. Just just let one be what it's gonna be. Yeah, I understand that, but I also feel as if like we're just in a time of repeating and you're going to compare regardless. You're going to compare the original to the new version, regardless of how many, you know, new versions that we're going to create out of shit that we've already seen before. I think um, we're in a time where people are just tired of remaking things and calling it different names. And instead they're going to remake, they're going to call it the same name and give you new characters and say that, 
you know, remember the cartoon version of this? Well, we're just going to do this and make it this way. And so you can re relive your childhood once again. Yeah, they're already doing that with the movie. Why do it with the whole live concert that's coming out? Do a live concert of something else. Why? What is? I just don't understand. What's the purpose of this? Me if you, either. If you but... already have the movie coming out, what's the? If you let's think about it. If you had a movie coming out, right? What's the purpose of doing a live version with a different cast? Because like, it's not even to promote the movie. Like, it why don't you not. do a live version with the cast to promote the movie? Then let the movie come out if you're gonna do that. I don't get it. Me either. There is none. Please don't hire me, Disney. Let's start the show. <laughs> I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been going all day, and now I need Welcome to back to another episode of the On the Way podcast. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way back home from your vacation in the motherland. Not y'all's motherland. The motherland. <laughs> you can listen to this podcast on your way to continuing... To continuing, I guess. Oh, oh, it depends on what you say after. On your way to continuing to have your hot girl summer while listening to hot girl summer. But either way, anyway, <laughs> this is the On the Way podcast. Black Queen, Sylvie <laughs> <Zoe> Jones, <laughs> how are you? I'm great, feeling great, feeling great to be in this space. Happy to be alive, blessed to be where I'm at in life right now. Always looking for. Um, new heights and new, new levels to climb. Um, they're just, just happy to be where I'm at. Like, it's just, I feel like sometimes we get so wrapped up in everything around you and we look at all the things that are going negative in our lives and we never appreciate the simple things like you're breathing at this moment right now and um, someone else isn't. So, you know, you just have to appreciate the little things in life and, and, and take don't take that for granted, you know, because your problems aren't bigger than anybody there's problems that you have, but they could be bigger. Is everything okay? Everything's fine. I'm just saying. Like, I think that's the thing. Like, people don't stop and think we, about the simplest things. We used things. to ask you a check-in. It used to be really like, nice. <laughs> <Very> much, <laughs> lately, it's been nice. It's been very deep from the and dark. Very and dark. Sometimes I just feel like we all just get wrapped <laughs> up. Like, do we all or do you? Is everything okay? No, it's fine. Like everything's great. I just, I just want to sit there and remind everyone to just appreciate the little things. I, I think that we look over the little things until it's not there anymore. It's the little thing. Right. Come on, India. It's the little thing. How are you, Kalil? Mm, the joy. Mm. Mm -mm. <clears throat> Drink some more <throat> tea, brother. That wasn't it. Mm. <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> how are you brother let's just continue <laughs> you gotta warm up the vocals first you uh, warm up. Mm -mm. Nasally. okay now it's excuses <laughs> there it goes mm -mm. good morning <laughs> good afternoon and good night i'm doing well 
Well, I'm doing well, considering all things. Really, um, I just have to say peace to the... First, I just have to say peace to all the victims and the families of the shootings in El Paso and Dayton. Mm-hmm. That's really... Um, it's really wild to just be on Facebook and just be scrolling. It was yeah. a Saturday. And then out of nowhere, just see people start posting stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's how you get the news now. And it was crazy. I, it took, I didn't even turn on the TV until, like, hours until after I already knew it was going on because I knew it was going to be on the TV. And it's just really sad to hear when that stuff happens, and it happens way too often. And we already know what we need to do. So there's that. Uh, but thanks to you, Sylvie Jones, who mm-hmm. hooked me up with, the RMB Collective. Yes. And we'll be having a showcase at the end of the month at Babies All Right. All right. Babies. You and Chris the Cat. Yes. So thank you very much. No problem, brother. And I'm doing great. That's great. I slept under the air conditioner. I ain't been sick but twice this year. This one lasted just a couple days. Can't relate. Oh, well, good for you. Thank you. Slept under the air conditioner. When it wasn't cold outside, got a little bit too carried away. Should have just opened the window. Hey, it's the little things you did not appreciate. Let's get into <laughs> the weekly playlist. <laughs> to keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at Instinct ENT, where we release it every Wednesday. This week we've got Rich Forever 4. By Rich, a compilation album by Rich the Kid. Love Songs for the Streets by Lil Dirk. Care Package by Drake. And Anatomy of Angels by John Batiste. All right, for my first album this week, I had Atlanta rapper um, who signed to Interscope Records, Rich the Kid. We previously reviewed the album The World Is Yours back in March 2018. Um, since then, he released The World Is Yours 2 back in March of this year, and now we have the fourth album full of the from the compilation albums. All right, so let me go back. In 2016, Rich started his own record label called Rich Forever. Um, Famous Deck was the first Chicago artist that he signed to his label. The label then released its first compilation album that year, titled Rich Forever. Um, and then within three years, the label signed artists such as Irie, Jay Critch, and Young Bino. So now we have Rich Forever 4, which features artists such as Famous Dex, um, Jay Critch, 83 Babies, ASAP Ferg, and TG3. There's a lot of threes. Not um, TGT. I think it's T. I, I don't know exactly how to pronounce it because it's like TG, the number three, and then the word three, but instead of the E's in three, it's two threes. But it's not Tank Tyrese. And you know what? I'm not going to know. And I'm not going to ask. Because, yeah. <clears throat> so a few songs I enjoyed from this were uh, Party Bus, which is basically just sounds like a lit turn-up outing with males and females and drugs and money and liquor. Um, a lot of the songs on this compilation album sound similar, uh, like uh, Flex Up, So Nasty. They're all like, basically songs of money, drugs, turning up, um, fuck you, bitch, if you're not about it. And you know, like a like a, a melting pot of all that, until you get to like the song "Tell Me" featuring Ari, which of course has like this R and B feel to it. Cause you know, like on a lot of rap albums, they like slow it down for you, give something something for the ladies, as they would <laughs> as they would say. So, um, and she sings beautifully on that song. So, 
we have her on that. And that's just, I think that's like one of my favorite songs coming because it was something different. Rich Forever <clears throat> 4 in whole to me was just like a different variety of songs that had the same subject. And you know, that's great and all, you know, it was it was, uh, it was good for what it was and yeah. Word. Well, for my second album, I had Lil Durk. Lil Durk is a rapper from uh Lil Durk is a rapper from Chicago, Illinois, and this was his fourth studio album entitled Love Strong Love Songs for the Streets 2. Um it had features from King Von, 21 Savage, A Boogie with the Hoodie, Nicki Minaj, Meek Mill, and Key Glock. So I'd heard about Lil Durk for a while and I could heard like of the new breed of rappers, he's one of the rappers who could really rap. So I was definitely I was definitely open to take a listen. Um, I definitely think he's for the kids or for the he's for the I definitely think he's for a generation right underneath ours. Yeah. It's the whole album was pretty. It was really um, it was rap sing. It was like rap singing. And that's what he was going for because it's supposed to be love songs. So I get it. Um, I think my favorite songs off this album were probably You Said featuring A Boogie and Extravagant featuring Nicki Minaj. And I thought about you cheating on me, you don't know how to feel I swear to God I won't know how to feel You was fucking with me way before I had the deal When I had that curfew, you made sure that I was there On probation smoking weed and popping water pills And she keep teasing me and shit, she know I love it, yeah And on my jeans, who can't peace, I got a hundred pair And I can't make no more mistakes, I'm going hard this year And say my name, say my name, say hardest, yeah Looking from a distance, I say she yeah Fuck her from my back, fuck her by ever done she fucking on my name when I got a licky for. Put some love inside my heartbeat when I'm looking for. Oh. oh, that's good. I also like Woo featuring Kiko. That's good. I feel like um, it's I I always appreciate giving the new generation music a chance because it just shows me what they're listening to, like you know the variety. I can compare and contrast, but not do it like in a negative way. Like I'm comparing, like oh this is. This ain't nothing compared to back in my day. Yeah, no, it's no, it's it's it's, it's their day. Like this, mm-hmm. is what they're gonna, they're, 20, 30 years from now, they're gonna be telling kids like, I don't know, we don't we don't listen to that that robot bebop. We listen to this mm-hmm. little right. Dirk, you know. It's you like nobody's a little Dirk. <laughs> nobody doesn't know what you know about the. Like, turn that little carpet off. What <laughs> you know about this little Dirk. <laughs> We don't listen to that, Daddy. We listen to me, bop, beep, bop, dip, 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 and Morse code. We listen and to shit. 105, <laughs> Boy, what? Facts. But you know about this little Dirk, though? Morse code 2.0. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so that's just, you know, and I appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so last week, 
I'm laying there. It's like, I would say like around close to midnight on Instagram doing like my little, you know, my scroll or whatever. And, um, I see that Drake posts something. I have notifications on for Drake. Don't ask. My favorite artists have notifications on so that I'm in the know when they drop like music. So I had notification on for Drake. And I see he posts something. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, what do he post? Drake posts Care Package, the 17 track compilation mm. um, on his Instagram. An album. An album. Full of care. But the thing that confuses me about it, even well, I do appreciate it, it just was like, do we count this as. Like another album under him, or I mean, is it just he's like, like well, do you count the gift of Beyonce as another album? It's under a, no, her? yeah, I think it's just like that. All right, so then you take it for so what it is. You take what it for what it is. I say this because he re-released and probably remastered it as well. Songs that I had to go and download from like YouTube and make it into an MP3 so I could mm. listen to it on my iPad or my um, work MP3 player or whatever back mm. in the day with mm-hmm. with the USB and everything. Um, Girls Love Beyonce is officially a song. He drops, so it was always a song. I had it on, I have it on SoundCloud in my likes. Right. He dropped songs I that. Mean like a streamable song. Yeah, of course. He dropped songs from the earliest of like 2010, like a 10 year compilation of songs that you probably would see like on a, like like I said, like on a SoundCloud or a, or a random like site or whatever as like other songs from Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, like Dreams Money Can Buy, um, The Motion, like. Mm. These don't, are some songs. Like, wait, wasn't the motion on the album? Yes, that's just the motion. It wasn't. Don't, no. don't, 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 don't. What song was the motion on? Dag, it was just a single, huh? Let me look. If I thought the motion was on the album, now nah, you might be right. I get that. Just don't, don't. No, that was it. Maybe it was like a bonus track or something, but no. Wow. No, that was something that you probably heard like on SoundCloud right, or or, right. or something like that. Um, how about now with the with the Jodeci um Jake. My Heart Belongs to You uh sample? Like how about now was like my song. It has that viral video of that old woman, she's like, 'Cause I'm up right now, yeah and she's driving like that song mm. is such a classic. Trust issues, Days in the East, um, four PM in Calabasas. Mm-hmm. Um, I get lonely with the the TLC um, fan mail sample, mm. like that song. When that song dropped, like I thought that was like the hottest song of that time, like because of, mainly because of the sample. And I was like, when I first heard, it, I was like, wait a minute, is this TLC? And then like no, I found out God. that he ju- no no I knew that, but I found out that, that he um Drake. he sampled it, and I was just like, wow, amazing. Jodeci freestyle, freestyle featuring J Cole. Um, um, Club Paradise, Girls Love Beyonce featuring James. The best thing Manny have ever happened in your No new friends, no, no, no. You know how this shit go. You got your fair share of admirers that call your phone. You try to act like it's just me, but I am not alone. But if you're alone, then say my name, say my name. If no one is around you, say, baby, I love you if you ain't running game. Say my name, say my name, you acting kind of shady. Baby, why the sudden change? Say my name, say my name, say my name. Say my name, say my name, if no one is around you. 
name, say my name. Cause those other men are practice. And, and then no he drops like girls are Beyonce, cause you know we do. And he also says like girls don't fuck with your conscience and things of that nature. But like we're ignoring that part. We're just sticking to the part that girls are Beyonce. Paris Morton music, the Can I, which mm. I thought was supposed to drop. Can I? Can I was supposed to drop, I believe, um, after self-titled. Because self-title had mine on it, and that's when they they um they collabed on there. So I think Ken I was supposed to drop a little bit after that. Is that when it was supposed to drop, or just when they recorded it? Probably same. I don't think Ken I was ever supposed to like really like be a song on an album. I think it was supposed to like just be its own single by itself. But anyways, it got leaked. It just sounds like that. by him and. It sounds like that's when they had recording sessions to me. Like if I don't feel that too. I don't feel like they recorded since i feel like if any drake or beyonce recording has happened it happened during yeah that, that time. time yeah well of course not all these songs are old um but i mean i can't go wrong drake got me back in my feelings during the summertime you do it every single year um you you just find a way like the only difference is you brought me back to old feelings that were just like i thought i buried and then i heard these songs and i was like well I guess I still have trust issues, and it's just like mm. I don't know. I love you either way. I thought this was. I thought that this was a great way to spend ten years, like to celebrate. Mm-hmm. I've been in here for ten years. Yeah. And here's all my songs. Yeah, the ones that you. Well, he's didn't been here for over ten years. Officially, since ten years, his okay. first album came out in two thousand nine. Yeah. So, to put a cap on it, he's like, "Here's all my current work plus." Everything I did before that in an actual album form. I thought that was dope. This week, for my second album, I had Anatomy of Angels by jazz artist John Batiste. If you're not familiar with John, he is an American jazz musician from Louisiana. From Louisiana. The first time I remember being introduced to him was in the HBO series Treme, and then I discovered he was a real musician with a degree from Juilliard. Uh, he's released music since 2005. He's also worked with artists like Stevie Wonder, Prince, and Lenny Kravitz. He is uh, he and his band currently serve as the house band on Late Night with Stephen Colbert, and he's the music director. This is the twelfth project, and what an awesome listen it is. It's only five songs, short and sweet, but they're all live. Uh, It's a live recording, and they all pack a powerful punch. He's got some amazing originals on here, including the title track, which is the last and longest song, about 12 minutes, but it's an awesome journey. Uh, But then he also had some awesome covers on here, like The Very Thought of You featuring Rachel Price and Round Midnight, which was originally by Thelonious Monk. perfect ebbs and flows awesome for the morning Uh, whenever the music is so good that it just makes you it makes time start to whenever jazz is so good that it makes time start to slow down 
It makes me feel like Christmas, and I don't know. It makes me feel like Christmas. So good jazz, good jazz at Christmas when the world, you. when the world is just like still for a little bit. It's a great feeling, and that's what this album gave me. Loved it. This week for our honorable mentions, we had "Dive" by Black Milk. Think about what a nigga won't do. I be thinking about everything I'm going to. New me looking back at the old you. Won't do. Mm-hmm. Even when the times get rough. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To myself, it was time to level up. Now it's time for music news. So this week, Rick Ross has officially joined the cast of Coming to America 2. As? Nobody knows. (laughs) Hakeem's dad? So has James Earl Jones. Okay. Wesley Snipes. And Paul Bates, if you don't know, she's your mm-hmm. queen to be. Sung by Paul Bates, a.k.a. Oha, prepare the royal baggage, a.k.a. Saul Jeffries from The Preacher's Wife. Then this whole conversation probably ain't for you. However, the fact that returning cast members, as well as Rick Ross and Wesley Snipes, who are new cast members, are joining this movie, means that it is really happening. Of course it's happening. Like, I thought this book was closed. Um. I thought this book was closed. I thought the first one on my list of favorite... This was the... This was... This is the first on my list of favorite movies of all time. And it has been for years. And I'm really mentally wrapping my mind around the fact that there's a sequel now. We're living in the age of back to the now, so... It's... It, I didn't want a sequel. Like, I feel like... Honestly, yeah. I feel like you don't need to remake it's any like, of these yeah. movies, but I feel like there's some movies that you should, there's some films, moments in time, <clears throat> where people thought of things differently, um, that that you can mask a lot of the jokes and things of that nature and like, you know, and things that characters do, but now if you try to do the same thing, people would look at it like in a different way. Um, so I feel like a lot of these older films shouldn't be remade, shouldn't be touched. Um, Coming to America was classic with its lines and with everything that was going on. Like I feel like there was nothing. There's nothing that you could. You don't have to. the The best you can do is get another film, and um, with a different title, and you know, throw in some hit some some changes here and there, and title it something else like um, Back to the Homeland or something like that. So people <laughs> would be like that's like Coming to America, but not exactly like remaking uh, Coming to America. I feel like it's like okay. Y'all, like you don't, you don't have to remake this movie. Like this not. is not one of the ones you have to redo. But since you are, please do it right. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be optimistic. I'm gonna take a leap of faith and just know in my mind already that the sequel is gonna be just as funny or funnier than the first because it's gotta be. And that's the only way we can accept this. If it's just as funny or funnier. And like and you said, it's got to be. It's got to be. And if it's be. not, then we wasted our time. And the only thing is, I 
only reason I can have a little bit of faith in this is because Eddie has done it before um, with the Nutty Professor. One is a classic. Right. But I do think that two is a great follow-up. It is. Y'all better get this right. I'm saying. I'm rooting for y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sequel, Akeem, played by Eddie Murphy, is set to become king of Zamunda, but discovers he has a son he will never he never knew about in America, a sweet, savvy Queens native named Lavelle. Honoring his father's dying wish to groom this son as the crown prince, Akeem and Semi Arsenio Hall set off to America to meet the unlikely heir. Craig Brewer is directing the follow-up to the 1988 hit comedy, Kenya Barrett. um, To the 1988 (laughs) hit comedy. Kenya Barris is penning it. The sequel hits on December 18, 2020. What gives me faith is that Kenya Barris is behind it. Yeah, so it's going to be funny. But but also, but it's also just like... Akeem was fucking around with some American Because I'm just trying to figure out when. Because the only time that that would have made sense was when they went out to the club that night and they had the girl who was like... I was Joan of Arc in my I former I was Joan of Arc in my former life. Right. My name is Peaches, and I'm the best. All the DJs want to fill my breast. See, like, why are you doing that again? I need somebody who can go all night. <laughs> That's like, a, you don't need to do that again. Like, uh. I like your friend over there. <laughs> like, But the thing is, so that's the night he met all those girls. But that same, I always find it odd in the movie because that same night he went out to the rally he, he went out, he came home because he couldn't find anything, and he went out to the rally with the guy from the barbershop where he met Lisa. So I was like, yo, either how late was this rally, or how early did he go out to the club? He went out to the club at like 6, 7.30 to go look for somebody. It was, the, was probably open right around the time. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> weird. But I'm just saying, like, that's the only other time he met girls, and there was no right. time in between where he could have gone off with a girl. I just need to see how they're going to do this. What is Wesley Snipes doing in here? I mean, not that he doesn't belong, but how is this going to work out? I am just have questions, and so I'm interested. So his dad going to die in the movie. Great. If you yeah, I'd love to kill people before they are dead. Oh, but best believe if they ask me to be in this movie, i say, what do you want to do? <laughs> okay. Because be like, ooh. <laughs> you want me to jump? Imani Azim. Okay, come. All right. What else is going on in the world today? All right, so a new Tupac documentary is coming out. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Oh, no. What is this? A TBT episode. No, well, it's new. And um, this time it's coming to FX. It's going to be called Outlaw, the saga of Afini and Tupac Shakur. And it'll be directed by Alan Hughes. Um, I'm excited because FX. And so far, FX has not, with their documentaries and with their series, have not proved me wrong. That's or true. Or disappointed That me. OJ and that Versace series was great. Classic. That's true. You got a point there. So What's gonna, this about? It's going to focus on the relationship between Tupac and Afini, which is his mom. Um, it's told through the eyes of people who knew them best. Um, and... Outlaw is an intimate, wide-angle portrait of the most aspiring, inspiring and dangerous mother-son duo in American history, um, whose unified message of freedom, equality, persecution, and justice are just more relevant today than ever. So it's going to be one of those message, every episode um, type of documentaries. And, you know, hey, I'm interested. Like I said, Tupac, uh, I was going to say Tupac hasn't disappointed me. FS hasn't disappointed me ever since. Uh, ever so um, I'm excited I'm giving it a chance word 
Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm, I don't want to see another How Did Tupac Die documentary. But this is another point of view because a man's life was amazing. Um, and he talked to me, he spanned many things within his like 25 years. I think he was 25, I think. But within his short life period, he did a lot of things. So, wow. Um. Maybe at the end of this, maybe at the end of this movie, we'll find that he actually is still alive in Cuba. Or not. All right, Mom, I'm going to Cuba. They're going to start it. Tupac Shakur is dead. Make sure you cry real well, Mom. Like, come on. They're not going to do all that. On the way, listeners. What are your thoughts on the Coming to America sequel? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. Working all night and now I need a Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e., black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. What's going on this week, Khalil? Mm. This guy just can't stay out of our stories. After producing shows on Broadway together, as well as movies, once again, the greatest rapper alive and the first rapper to win a Grammy have paired up again, this time bringing their talents to television. Jay-Z and Will Smith will co-executive produce a show on ABC called Women of the Movement. The show will tell stories of the civil rights movement through the point of view of black women through the point of view of the black woman behind it. So big shout out to these two guys using their platform and status to put the attention on black women who we know are the true underdogs of life. Mm. Uh, the first episode will begin with Mamie Till as she fights for justice after the brutal murder of her son, Emmett. Mm. This is amazing. Right. You know what it reminds me of? What, um, like if... If it could have, all right. So the end of what was it? Pretty hurts. Mm. What Beyonce video had? Um, Mike Brown's mom. Oh, Trayvon's um, mom. Freedom. Freedom. Yes. Like when I, I remember first like seeing that part of the video, mm. and I was like, wow. Like, what if they could just like all tell their stories and just like a collective, like, oh wow, see? and a whole like something together. It's like, it's like I almost manifested this. Mm. Um, or did Beyonce? Or did Beyonce and Tom, man. I said, you know who you should get? Will. Mm. Will Smith. Because it's not the first time. They did, Jay-Z and him, they did, um, Jay-Z and him and Kerry Washington, they produced Fela when it was on mm-hmm. Broadway. Then they produced him and um, Will produce Annie because Willow was supposed to do it. And then she was like, right. I ain't trying to be about the pop life. I told y'all, I don't want to do this no more. But I thought it was still dope that Will didn't pull out. He was like, I'm going to still produce it with of you. Of course. And... Now they're going into TV together, which is dope. Great collabs of kings. This week for my queen spotlight, I wanted to highlight and pay my respects. Say rest in peace. Rest in love to Toni Morrison. Mm. Um, 
So, what's it? I believe it was like Monday, um, where the family had issued a statement that confirmed that she um, had passed away following a short-term illness that mm-hmm. she had. Um, the family also said that she was an extremely devoted mother, grandmother, and aunt who re- relived in being with her family and her friends. Um, she'll be treasured, loved, and it's a tre- tremendous loss to them, but they're happy basically that she's, you know, had to that time to share with us in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know, she's the author of The Bluest Eye, the bluest eye. Which is one of the films I remember. Films, my floor. One of the one of the movies. I'm one of the look at my floor. Something about the movie. One of the books that I had to read one time um for summer reading, mm. and I remember um like my sister like read this, and I was like, mm, I don't want to read about a uh, a black girl wanting to be white because I didn't get it and I wasn't you know aware at the time. And she said, Nah, read this. Mm. I skipped through like the first thirty pages, and I was just like, mm, She thinks she's ugly, you know, because I didn't see what she saw, and. I'm waiting for you to go back to the part where you was like, but then I went back and reread. Then, <laughs> of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 but yeah, then I had to read it again, and I understood where my sister was coming from and mm. why she said that. Um, and then as I got older, I understand even more like why things like that were told to me as a mm. younger child. Um, I feel like when you're kids, sometimes you don't realize things until you live through it. Amen. Um, she also... Is the author of Beloved, uh, which as a child I had to watch as well. I never watched that one. People said the movie wasn't good and I shouldn't do it. But I heard the book. I know the book is amazing. I think the books are always amazing. But yeah, the the movie was, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. In 2012, Barack Obama presented her with the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Um, and we want to say just thank you, Queen. Rest in love and light. And you've served your time. She's the, amen. She's the first woman, first black woman to win the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, Pulitzer Prize winner. Tony Morrison. The first time I remember, I mean. Did you meet her? No, no, no. Oh, no. I thought she was going to say it. Okay. First time I remember meeting her when, when right, we had I was tea say, in her home. I'll when, be damned. When she looked at me in my eyes and she said, know who you are. <laughs> so, no, she didn't say anything. Um was through the play during college, um, mm-hmm. The Bluest Eye. It was adapted by Lydia R. Diamond, and it's also a play. And um, some of my friends did it in college, and they got to travel and tour with it to Dominican Republic, and it was like a big thing. And I read the book then, <coughs> and um, she was really amazing with her words. She presented so much of the different parts of the black experience of, of, of our story, the parts that aren't glitzy and glammy, but those parts that are hidden that don't get attention but that are just there um, that we deal with and that we go right. through she was able to bring words and put and take control of it I listened to an interview with her yesterday and she was saying the reason that she writes is because it gives her control nobody can tell her what to do in her world when she creates these characters and she writes so yeah I also love how literate uh, some of y'all niggas was out there mourning Tony uh, Tony Morrison niggas be like you heard that new Tony Morrison you heard that Tony Morrison died Who's that? Not the, who's that? The black lady with blue eyes. Wow. No, fool. She wrote The Bluest Eye. Goodbye. She was my favorite writer. I loved that movie. Oprah killed that. Wow. In what way? That wasn't the same movie at all. <laughs> it was 
two different stories. Oprah would have nothing to do with the bullet style. She was in Beloved. <laughs> Did you make up this conversation scenario? Mm-hmm. I just know how <laughs> niggas be. <laughs> niggas be. Mm-hmm. On the way, listeners, what is your favorite Toni Morrison novel or story or work? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at Instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C, every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, You want to fly? You got to give up the shit that weighs you down. Toni Morrison. That's right. Listen, once you know that something ain't working, that you know you can... Sometimes you get a, a gift and you get a little foresight. Right. And, I mean, don't be thinking you miss Cleo or Raven and just be acting on what you think is about to happen in the future all the time. But when sometimes when you can see something coming, let it go right. earlier. The earlier you can let it go, the easier. The more you try to hold on to it and try to, you know, slowly back out and or... Um, um, Try to leave it alone bit at a time. The harder it's going to be because you're still curating and developing feelings. And it's nothing personal sometimes. Just like, hey. All right. Now we know this is not going to work out. I feel like this quote means um, that if you would like to vibrate at a different level, you really have to let go of people or things that are not helping you or that are not letting allowing you to do that you can't be around someone that isn't doesn't allow you to grow whether it's growing in different ways that they would ever imagine whether it's growing you know or whether you think it's growing and they don't you can't be a lot around someone that does not allow you to have that space and freedom and if you are then maybe you should not be around that person anymore you know or or not be in that job anymore or not be doing that thing that you're doing because you're not allowed to the freedom of growth and the freedom of of, of just being yourself you know nobody wants to be weighed down in any type of way that's right that's like a weighted blanket in the winter time or something but i would rather not be tied down to something or someone that won't allow me to escape if i need to escape oh what you all right you gotta i'm fine i'm just saying in general that freedom yeah allow you to move forward well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. You can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music. You can find my music on Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, anywhere you listen to music under Khalil Daniel. And you can find me on August 29th, thanks to Sylvie Jones and Krista Cat. And R&B Collective at Baby's All Right.
for Midnight Mood Showcase starting at 11 o'clock. Don't be late. Please don't be late. Because uh, we have a great set planned. I'll give you. I'll tell you more as we get. I'll let you know more as we get closer. And I think by the end of this week, I'll be past a thousand followers. Yeah, it took me a couple years longer than I expected. <laughs> if you're looking for me, you can find me. On but I've been counting. Khalil. Down. <laughs> if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones. S Y L V E E J O N E S. You can find me on my fitness page as well at Sweat by V. S W E A T B Y V E E. Um, any fit tips for the week would be to remember to stretch and rest. Number one thing stretch and rest. Stretch and rest. Stretch and rest. Sylvia, I see you here. Stretch and rest, even after your workout. Always stretch too. Do you stretch mm-hmm. before and after, or just yeah, after? both? You yeah, warm up, same. okay, and then rest when your body is telling you, "Hey, you need to rest. You're doing too much." Is it true that after I do my bike ride, I should come back and just and I I eat protein after that? It's um, it's not just protein. Like if I'm gonna cook a that, meal or something, I usually you. work out and then eat. Yeah, you're supposed to eat like yeah, like around within thirty minutes after. Okay. Word. Sylvesna, I see here that you only have 10 more followers than I do. <laughs> You're at a comfortable 1,004. I'm at a comfortable 994. <laughs> no. uh, and for everything you heard this week, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C. You can also find us on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review, and let us know what you think about the show. Ooh, look at this. You got your highlights of abs, legs. I'm going to just go ahead and um, learn how to work out. Well, you can just see like, the things body. that I've been doing that I do. Um, but I also have to edit those because a lot of those are like older. So I kind of want to put some of my newer things on. But that's why I have my fit page. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind. One time, three times, two time, me time, we time, we roll, three time, rewind, late night, be mine. Yeah, and you know that's for sure. I clear the schedule so you know that's a go. Okay, we stress, we grind. One time, three times, two time, me time.